desire, detachment, staying in alignment, continuing to show up in the world authentically and fully expressed, right? It doesn't necessarily matter what you're asking for. It's how you're showing up when you're asking for it. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host, and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. All right. As promised, I'm going to tell you about all the peacocks that I have been manifesting in the last couple of weeks. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but if you haven't listened to my previous solo episode about some examples of magnetizing and manifestation that have been popping up everywhere in my life lately. Go back and listen to that one. And that just shares just a couple examples. Cause this shit's happening left and right. Like I am so fucking magnetic and so tapped in to the vortex lately. Like it is just fun. And if you want a little overview on manifestation, law of attraction, all that kind of stuff, I also just put out an episode about that as well. So anyway, back to the peacock story. So as you may have heard in one of the recent episodes, the law of attraction is based on our thoughts and feelings, right? So we are energetic beings, electromagnetic, energetic beings. And so the thoughts and emotions that we experience They impact our external reality. When we attune our energy, our thoughts and our energy to the things that we want to attract into our life, when we become a vibrational match for the stuff that we desire, the stuff that we want to attract, we are able to call into our present reality. And a key in working with the law of attraction, a key to magnetizing and manifesting is detachment and alignment. And I would say clarity as well, but that's, I think, kind of a given. Now, what I mean by alignment, right? Alignment is when your thoughts, feelings, and the actions that you take are all working on this in the same direction toward your desired outcome, right? Thoughts, feelings, and actions are all moving in the same direction toward the results that you want while you are staying anchored in your values, right? That's what alignment is. Staying connected to, firmly grounded in your values, whatever those are for you, everyone's are different. And then thinking, feeling, and acting in a way that moves in the direction of 
your greatest good and your higher self, right? Whatever that vision is that you have. And in order for the law of attraction to work, you must also practice detachment. So alignment is key. So is detachment. And so what I say about detachment, detachment is not apathy. Like I don't fucking care if it happens. It's not that kind of energy, like whatever. I don't care. Like this is what I want, but like, I don't care. Right. It's not apathy. It's being able to stay in a place of desire, right? Desiring whatever that outcome is that you want, whatever that thing is that you want to call in your life, whether it's a person experience, money, feeling, whatever, right? Being able to stay grounded in the desire while also being detached from it going exactly how you envisioned, right? While also being detached from it happening at all, right? Knowing that, okay, if it doesn't happen, like I'll still be fine. And if it doesn't happen, that's actually okay. And knowing that if this thing that I'm desiring, if it doesn't happen, if I don't manifest it into my life, I'm trusting that means that there is something even better on its way to me. I'm trusting that maybe I'm not ready for whatever that thing is that I'm calling in. I'm trusting that maybe actually God, and when I say God in these kinds of manifesting examples, you can replace that with source, creator, whatever you want, energy, but trusting that, okay, you know what? Maybe God thinks I can handle more. So I'm not getting this thing right now because maybe there's a little bit more work that I need to do internally. And then I'm going to get even bigger and better than what I'm asking for. But maybe there's just a little something I get to do first. So trusting that whatever's going to happen is for your greater good and your highest good. And so staying grounded in your desire and not needing the outcome, being detached from what happens. Now, that doesn't mean that when the thing comes and shows up into your life that you don't celebrate, absolutely celebrate it, be excited, all that. But it also means that if it doesn't happen, sure, you can feel disappointment, sadness, frustration, whatever it is. Don't stay in that energy though. And then shift into, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready for the thing right now. You know what? Maybe something bigger and better is on its way. You know what? Maybe there's a little something that I need to do on my end first you know what? Maybe I wasn't specific enough with what I was requesting. You know what? Maybe something's out of alignment on my end. So when you hope and wish and need for the specific outcome that you're trying to manifest, those feelings, hope, wish, need, that's control. That's coming from a place of scarcity. Control, scarcity, that's restriction, right? And all of that is grounded in fear. And so if you need it and therefore are coming from a place of fear, right? The universe doesn't want to give you what you want. If you're desiring it from a place of fear, right? The universe wants to give you things that it knows you can handle, even if you don't think you can, right? And so being able to be in the energy of desire while also being detached from the outcome, that is And, and I'll add another thing to it and showing up in the world as your fullest, biggest, brightest self fully expressed. Those are keys to manifestation keys to magnetizing. And so now I'm going to tell you about all the peacocks. Okay. Now that we're on the same page with this. So I 
am seeing a man and, you know, I'm dating, right? I'm not dating exclusively. I'm not dating anyone exclusively right now, right? Like I'm in the like getting to know phase in the courting phase, all of that, right? Like, and connected with a man who in the beginning, right? In the beginning, from the very beginning, I was like, wow, this is a very like incredible human, right? He's showing up beautifully, treats me so well, like, yes, handsome, successful, all that kind of stuff. But like his character is so good. And in the beginning, right? This was like in my first shoot, I don't even know, like the first couple days of us connecting my energy, my nervous system felt so good in his energy. So good. Right. Like my brain is like, this is a yes. My body is like, yeah, we agree. This is a yes. And so it's, it was feeling very good. And like, spoiler alert has continued to feel very good, but I'm talking about like, in you know, in those first couple of days of connecting with this person. So I, because I was like, I'm so tapped into the universe, like all this kind of stuff. This was shortly after the whole unicycle thing. And if you didn't hear that in the last episode, make sure you go listen to that one when we're all done with this one here. But I'm like, I am so tapped into the universe and I feel so good. I am so aligned. I am so proud of how I'm going through life right now and who I am being right now. And I know that the universe likes that. Right. And so I'm like, let's play with the universe a little bit right now. Like again, with this man, I'm like, this feels like a yes in my brain, in my body, in my emotions and my feelings, like nervous system feels really good, calm, grounded. And so I was like, okay, universe, God, if so-and-so and no, absolutely not. You do not get to know his name. All right. Universe. If so-and-so is a yes. And when I say, if so-and-so is a yes, I meant, and I was very clear with myself and what I meant in asking this question, I meant, is he a yes to continue talking to and being pursued by? That's it. Not, is he my future husband? Not, is he my future baby daddy? Not, is he my future boyfriend? No. Is he a yes today to continue being in his energy? and connecting with him and getting to know him. Is he a yes? And I said, if so-and-so is a yes, show me a peacock. Okay. I kid you not. And so I connected this with this man through Bumble actually, which fun fact. So if you're new here, like I said, in a couple episodes back in 2020, I ended a 10 year relationship. Five of those years were married. And so I jumped back into the dating world in like summer 2020. And so I had never used dating apps before. I live in Los Angeles and the world was very shut down, like in general, but also LA was super shut down. Like we couldn't even go anywhere to meet people. And so I was like, well, I guess like dating apps is the way to go. Like, let's see what's out there. And so I hadn't used Bumble in years. Like I hadn't used it since 2020. That was one of the ones I tried out when I first jumped into dating apps. And I thought it was kind of shitty to be perfectly honest. And so I used other ones. And my whole thing with dating apps the last couple of years is like, I'd use them maybe a couple of weeks, establish a couple of connections and then like pause or delete and like, see what happens with those connections. Right. And then every once in a while, maybe re-download, turn them back on, that sort of thing. 
But about two months ago, I would say I deleted them for good. Like I had ended something with, or no, I was seeing someone else and just like, you know, if I'm dating someone and I feel good in their energy, right. And I'm curious to pursue that. I'm typically not on dating app. So anyway, my point is I had deleted, not even deactivated or paused, like deleted my accounts on any apps that I was on. Cause I was like, you know what? Like I'm not really having fun with the apps and I just have a feeling I'm going to meet some great men like out in the wild, right? Like out in real life situations. And so I'm excited to feel into that a bit more. And then, you know, I did that for a bit. It works like whatever. And then I had this feeling of like, you know what? I kind of would like a little bit of new flirting energy in my life. I wasn't necessarily seeing anyone consistently. Like I was just kind of in some like beginning, get to know you phases with people. So not dating, nothing physical happening. It was just like very early stages with a couple gentlemen. Right. And I was like, you know what? I I want some, like some new flirty energy. And so I decided to create a Bumble profile and which is so random because I hadn't used it in a couple of years. And I will also say another very clear thing. So part of why I decided to delete them all is because I wasn't having fun on the apps. And that's something again, with manifestation, law of attraction, all of that. Like if I'm using a dating app to meet a potential life partner, right? Cause that's my intention right now. If I'm on a dating app to meet a life partner and I'm going into that experience with low vibrational energy, frustration, like, oh, cool. There's all these options who want to connect with me, but I don't feel like connecting with any of them. Like, you know, like no one's catching my eye or my attention or whatever it is. If I'm having that energy and feeling like using a dating app is a chore or something I quote unquote have to do, right. I had this idea that, well, meeting someone is a priority for me right now. And so I need to be doing everything in my power to make that happen. Right. That was part of my mindset. I was like, so doing that, right. Again, like I just said, if I put the energy of need into what I'm doing, that creates a restriction that creates control scarcity that is coming from fear. And so I had stopped the dating apps because I was putting a lot of that energy into it. Frustration, annoyance, impatience, right? It felt more like something I had to do than something I wanted to do. And I was like, that's not the energy. So if I'm not shifting my energy and how I'm using these apps, I should not be using them, right? And so when I decided to re-download Bumble or to download it, right? After having not used it for two years and after not having dating apps for like a month or two, I re-downloaded it. And I like, I redid, re-downloaded and created a new Hinge profile as well. I was very clear with myself. Okay. You get to have fun with this, have so much fun with this. Like anytime you open these apps, like fill up with like yummy, giddy, excited, open energy. And instead of seeing a ton of likes come through or people wanting to match with you and being like, Ugh, I don't want to match with anybody. Why isn't there anyone that I want to match with all these options, but nobody that is catching my eye or my attention, right? Instead of that bullshit attitude being like, oh my gosh, look at all these incredible men who want to connect with me. Again, I don't know them. I don't know if they're actually incredible, anything like that, but the thoughts, right? Wow. Look at all these beautiful, amazing, incredible men that want to connect with me. 
like how grateful that so many people want to get to know me, right? Whatever they want. Like, I don't know what their intentions, desires are, anything like that, but that is a much more supportive story than the other one I was telling myself, right? That saying like, oh my gosh, look at all these. That doesn't mean I'm accepting the likes, like, but graciously then like swiping the opposite direction, but being like, wow, thank you. Whoever you are, random stranger on Bumble, like, thank you for the acknowledgement that you'd like to connect with me. Like I acknowledge that you're like expressing that you'd like to connect. Like I could acknowledge that I'm grateful for that. Right. So even just in that, when I re-downloaded Bumble, my energy was so in a different place. Like, and I committed to that the second this feels annoying, frustrating, like work, like not work because my work feels really good, but this feels like something I have to do. The second that happens, done, shift, no, right? Can't play on there anymore. If I'm not in control and mindful of my energy in doing this thing that is something I'm choosing to do, then I don't get to do it anymore, right? And so I went in with just such a more like playful energy, a more open energy, a more, an energy of willing to be excited, surprised and delighted by the universe. So anyway, so that's where I connected with this man. And like I said, from right out of the gate, respectful, great communication, good connection, enough like chemistry flirty, but not too much. Right. And because like for me that I used to think that if there wasn't super chemistry right out of the gate, then it was a no. I used to be wired for that, which we can go into that in other, another conversation. Cause that was me with, you know, anyway, trauma bond and like wanting, like not wanting, but being attracted to toxicity and stuff like that. Not to say that there shouldn't be chemistry or that good chemistry in the beginning is bad. That's not what I'm saying, but yeah, but I used to like, my point, I guess is steady, grounded, calm feelings with a layer of intrigue and curiosity like that to me feels very healthy and feels very good. And so anyway, connecting with this man, like from the beginning, it felt like that, like good chemistry and curiosity and so grounded. So like just put my nervous system at ease. So like I said, feeling like he's a yes in my mind in my body, all of that, like it all feels aligned. It feels good. It feels like something I want to continue exploring. Right. And so when I asked universe, like, all right, if he is a yes, just today, just right now in this current moment, not do we end up together? If he's a yes, show me a peacock. And so I maintain that same detached energy in asking that question And whereas I was like, I know what I think and what I feel. And I honestly like know what I would like. And like, he may not be, and I'm okay with that. Universe may not think he is, and I'm okay with that. If I didn't see a peacock, would I then change everything and be like, well, I asked the universe for a sign and the universe didn't give it to me. So bye boy. No, also that, right? So anyway, I asked universe, okay, if so-and-so is a yes, show me a peacock. And at this point, like I said, I was like, we were like two days into like a day, maybe, maybe 24 or 48 hours into texting. And so we had matched on a Thursday and then our first date was on a Saturday. And so 
I think I asked it before we even had met, right? Like if he's a yes, or maybe it was after our first date. Anyway, if he's a yes, show me a peacock. At this point, I had not like, I've since deleted Bumble or deactivated it. Not because I'm like, oh, I'm in a relationship now. I'm not, right? I'm not dating anyone exclusively or anything like that. But just because I'm like, oh, my energy feels good with the current men who are pursuing me, with the current men who are courting me. So I don't feel the need to establish new connections. But when I first asked this question about the peacock, I was still using Bumble. I was still connecting, right? I hadn't even been on a date with this man. And so I literally open up Bumble like 15 minutes after asking to see a peacock. I open up Bumble. I'm scrolling on there and I look at another man's profile. I'm looking at his pictures. I'm scrolling through. This man has a picture of a freaking peacock in his Bumble profile pictures, right? Like how freaking random. And so I had a little chuckle with the universe. I'm like, oh, okay. I see you. I see you. Gotcha. You know? And I'm like, okay, that was fun. And then like a day or two later. So this would have been after our first date, a day or two later, I decide to ask that again. And a fun thing about this man that I'm asking the question to the universe about is he's tapped into like the psychic stuff, energy mindset, all of that as well. So like he gets this stuff. And there've been a few moments at that point where like, he'd ask me a question and I would say something, he'd be like, I knew that was going to be your answer, right? Like several times. So there was a very clear, like energetic psychic connection going on with us too, right? You know, since the beginning. Anyway, so a couple of days later, like after our first date, I'm like, you know what? Look, universe, let's see again. I'm going to play with this again. All right. If so-and-so is a yes, so same question. If so-and-so is a yes, show me a peacock. Same thing, okay? And that exact same day, so I asked that in the morning, that exact same day, I'm driving home from the gym and I get not stuck, but I happen to be behind a big like box truck sort of truck, but it's a city trash truck. So it's like a city trash truck, but like a box truck that has one of those like roll up doors, right? Roll up doors in the back and inside of it, there's a ton of like wheeled trash bins, like the trash bins that you have for your house that you put outside at the curb. So there's a ton of those trash bins in the back of this truck. So one, like this random like city truck or whatever. And I notice because the, the roll up door is all the way up. I notice I can see something kind of like as if it got stuck into the side inside the truck hanging and like dangling into like the middle of the truck area. I'm like, what exactly is that? And then I notice it's a freaking peacock feather. As if somebody found that feather and then like kind of poked it into the side of the truck, like inside to keep it, to save it, to like hold on to that flower. And it's just kind of like dangling into the middle of the truck, just like bouncing around there when it's driving, like moving with the wind. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Of all things, why the heck, right? Why the heck is there a peacock feather that was very intentionally placed in this truck? And then I just happen to be get behind it after asking to see a peacock a couple hours earlier. Right. And so at that point I was like, okay, universe got it. Okay. I got it. Gotcha. I'm not going to keep asking. I hear you. This is real cute. This little flirty situation that we're in together. So there we go. Like I stopped asking about peacocks, all that kind of stuff. This man and I 
there was an evening when we had a, I would say like a challenging conversation that ended up going really, really well. And after like that evening, so we have this conversation that evening, I decide to watch the Kardashians, like the new Kardashian show on Hulu. Like I don't watch very much reality TV at all. That's actually pretty rare for me. Like I enjoy TV, but I'm not a big reality TV person. I have not, like, I'm not one of those people that's watched like all the Kardashians or anything like that. Like, and typically if I'm watching TV, I'm going to be like, okay, what shows am I currently watching? And am I caught up on all the currently available episodes? Right. And I didn't have a show. I was really like working through and the current shows that I watch, like I was up to date, right? Like there weren't new ones available for me. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll just watch an episode of the Kardashians, like kind of as background noise while I'm like scrolling on my phone, like in some TikTok wormhole or something like I'll just have it on just to kind of like tune in every once in a while, whatever. Okay. You get it. So this is not necessarily a show that I'm going to be choosing that often. It's not a show that I watch regularly, anything like that. But I was like, uh, you know what? I just, that's what I'm going to put on. So I'm watching this show. And if you've seen the re- any of the recent episodes of it, I hope be laughing with me right now. I decided to turn this show on and I'm watching it in about, I don't know, 20 minutes in or something. Freaking Chris Jenner is like, you know what? Chloe's getting a new house. And I decided I want to get her a housewarming gift. I'm going to get her a peacock. And I just start dying, laughing, dying, laughing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like what? And then Chris keeps talking. She's like, yeah, when she had her first house in Calabasas or something, she had a pet peacock named Petey or whatever. And then, and so I'm like giggling over here. This is like, the scene continues and everything. Next thing you know, or next thing I know, freaking Martha Stewart goes to Chris Jenner's house. And Chris is like, yeah, so I invited Martha Stewart over because she has a peacock farm. And then Martha Stewart is like, oh, hey, Chris, like I brought pictures to show you of all my peacocks. And I'm like, how many times are they going to say the word peacock? What the fuck is happening? Next thing I know, they go to Martha Stewart's freaking peacock farm. Not only did they say the word peacock like a hundred times in this episode, but like there's pictures of them. They're at the peacock farm. They're seeing them. They're making peacock noises, like all of this. And I'm just dying laughing, dying laughing because I'm like, oh my gosh, the universe, like my spirit guides, whatever's happening right now. I'm like, y'all are fucking jokesters. Y'all are jokesters as if it wasn't obvious enough. Right. I asked twice and got peacocks each time I asked, I didn't even ask this time, but again, this man and I have had a challenging conversation that to be perfectly honest, you know, I was like, Ooh, that could shift things, right. That could shift things in how this is going. And so the universe was like, yo girl, it's still a yes. Like it's still a yes. It's still a yes. And I'm like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. Like, I'm not going to keep asking. Got it. Got it. I get it. Well, the next morning I wake up in a group text that I'm in. One of my girlfriends decides to text me like, oh my gosh, you guys, I decided to go to the zoo this weekend to connect with my spirit animal. Like here's some pictures. And she posts, she shares in our group chat pictures of freaking peacocks. Like I kid you fucking not. So like at this point, I'm just dying laughing. I'm like, are you 
kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, okay, universe. I'm like, I didn't even ask anymore. Like, got it. I got it. You're hilarious. Okay. This is awesome. Gotcha. You know? And so like, okay, I'm done asking this question. I think like that night or like the next night or something, I had a dream and there was a peacock in it. And I don't know if I've shared this in the show, but over the last two years, something that has happened with my like big spiritual awakening and tapping into my psychic gifts more and all this kind of stuff is that I rarely remember my dreams, rarely remember my dreams. I specifically remember dreams about certain men that I've been involved with, like either men that I've had like more significant relationships with and stuff like that over the last two years, which is, is random. Like I'd have random dreams about them sometimes. And then like maybe a couple random dreams that like don't really make sense. And I had a dream and there was a freaking peacock in my dream, like literally a day or two later. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> peacocks everywhere, right? Like at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if I was walking around outside and a freaking peacock like flew and like hit me in the head, like stumbled upon a peacock and got like attacked by one or something. Like the universe is being a little sassy and like playing with me. Like, and it's so fun. And so with this, right. Cause there are several lessons in this and several nuggets that I want you to take away from this is number one for me at least. Right. And so for you too, when this kind of stuff happens, it's a reminder of how powerful you are, right? This was such a reminder to me. This was a basic thing, right? A simple thing. But it also showed me, reminded me, look at how fucking powerful you are. You asked to see peacocks and you've seen more peacocks in a 10 day span than you have in like the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever, right? Like in your entire life, (laughs) look at how powerful you are. So it was a power. It was a great reminder of that. So for you, right. In these little moments of manifestation and calling in what you want, when it happens, connect with that, connect with, wow, look at what I just did and look at how easy that was. Right. It was a confirmation as well that I'm operating in alignment, that I am practicing detachment, right? And that I'm showing up in a way that is authentic and connected to my highest good. Because remember, that's how manifestation and magnetism works, connected to your higher self, a foot in desire, and staying detached from what happens. So it was a confirmation that I was living that embodying that. And because for a little while I was like, Oh, well, this is just fun. Me and the universe are flirting. Like, Oh my gosh, I love it. Like, this is so silly. Like I was taking it kind of lightly because again, it wasn't a huge thing seeing a peacock, not a huge thing. Right. But then I realized that this was a huge, huge invitation from the universe to do this more and to do this with bigger things, right? Because after I asked twice to see peacocks, I stopped asking and the universe got even more extra with it, right? Like being like, okay, you're going to decide to watch this episode of the Kardashians and you have no idea that there's going to be fucking peacocks left and right in it, right? Okay. I'm now your friend's going to text a picture of peacocks. What? I hadn't told any of this to you, right? 
And so the universe, like I'd asked twice and the universe is like, no, I'm really going to drive this point home. And one, the way I think the universe law of attraction, magnetism, this kind of stuff works is one, I think universe is trying to drive the point home that again, the answer to my question was yes. Universe really trying to make sure I fucking see that. And the universe is also wanting to remind me of how powerful I am because look, you said that and look at everything that flew into your life. Pun not intended necessarily peacocks, birds. And then also I very much believe universe is like, see how effortless it was to do this and to create this and to manifest this, that same exact energy can be used to do this with huge things, right? With hundred thousand dollar months with million dollar year. It's the same principles, desire, detachment, staying in alignment, continuing to show up in the world authentically and fully expressed, right? It doesn't necessarily matter what you're asking for. It's how you're showing up when you're asking for it. And so for me, this was such a powerful invitation from the universe to be like, girl, are you, is there any doubt how powerful you truly are? How magnetic you truly are? Because there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be. Did you see all the peacocks that showed up in your life after asking to see it only twice, right? Did you see that? Okay. Then why can't you apply that same energy, that same way of being, that same intention to the quote unquote big stuff, right? To the stuff that feels scarier, like the million dollars, like whatever it is, right? Same exact principle, same exact process. Just the thing, right, feels scarier to me, right? Or had felt scarier to me. But universe is like, girl, it's the same. It's the same thing. The energy, right? The thoughts and the feelings you get to embody, those will be a little different. It's the same process. And it can be just that simple, just that effortless, just that fun, flirty, playful, light, you name it. So for you today is to one, I would say practice with some small manifestations like that, right? And then keep in mind or look at the evidence in your life of when you've effectively manifested and magnetized things and realize that whatever you did, whatever energy you stepped into, thoughts you stepped into, actions you took to create that, you can rinse and repeat and do that with everything, And that is where we end today. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you.
because the world needs more of your magic.